0: Ladies and gentlemen, shall we be on our feet? And it is my humble, you know, um, duty to welcome upstage, to be a blessing unto us and to the world, my father in the Lord, Reverend Dr. Kwejo your hands for
1: Allah. Father, we thank you. with blessing. you thank you tonight for this wonderful opportunity to gather to talk about the kingdom. The kingdom that you brought on earth has saved all of us. We honor you, we bless you for your mercy, for your grace, and for your compassion. It is the reason why today we stand in the house of God. We could have perished like other people. But your grace was sufficient. It's not by mind, it's not by power. But by your spirit, say us. We honor you, we thank you. Jesus, thanks a million. Receive all the glory, receive all the honor. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray with thanksgiving. And let everybody shout amen. Take your seat. God bless you. Quiet, take your seat. Can you turn your this one monitor for me? Turn it this way. Okay. I want to hear myself otherwise. So give me some real. Wow. We want to thank God for Apostle Bobby Morgan. Put your hands together for him. The man is alive. Wow. <laughs> Most white people are very cool, but there's too much fire in your bones. Very powerful. And then let's honor the man of God, Apostle Yankee all over there and his wife, beautiful. God bless you. And the almighty Papa Asante, put your hands together for him. And um, our brother from Zimbabwe, you know, in the book of Revelation 5, 9, 10, the Bible says Jesus has redeemed us from every kindred, every language. So when we meet, there is no racism. We are all Jesus' babies. Hallelujah. And so, we are all the seed of Abraham. And so, when we gather, there is excitement and there is glory. We want to honor everybody that came. God bless you for coming, all COPA members. And, of course, the Apostle Niki himself and L.P. For their sacrifice and the great work that they are doing very powerfully. The church is beautiful. The people are well organized. Your toilet is even nice. Yes. When you love God, you don't mess up his things. Your house should not be beautiful than the church. The church should always be your priority. When you put God in front, he will never let you remain at the back. So make sure you put God in front. Let Matthew thirty three drive you. Today, we are going to be looking at something very simple. Let's turn our Bible to Luke chapter 12, verse 1. And um, we are going to be sharing. We are talking about kingdom expansion. How God's kingdom can be expanded. So, in Luke chapter 12, verse 1, the Bible speaking, it said, And in the meantime, when they were gathered together, an innumerable multitude of people, it's so much that they trod upon one another. He began to say unto his disciples, first of all. Now, I want you to notice the word innumerable, innumerable multitude. Now, God is not a God of small, small things. He is not a God who wants his church to remain small. He's a mega-meta God. That's why everything he created is in abundance. Now, when you read your Bible, you see that Anywhere Jesus appeared, everything that was available began to overflow. When some women go to the kitchen, there is full shortage. But when Jesus comes to your kitchen, there is always going to be an overflow. So the prophecy is that this church is going to overflow in souls. Every pastor represented here, your church is going to overflow, overflow, overflow. So you need to catch a heavenly vision. God is not a God of small, small things. It's a mega multitude God. The Bible said wherever Jesus went, there were so many people. So Jesus must fill the sports stadiums. He must fill the arenas, not basketball. Jesus must be the reason why multitude must gather. Why? He wants to save all men. And we must also catch that vision. That's God's vision. Yesterday I was telling you that there are Over 200 billion trillion stars in the universe. God scattered all of them over. 200 billion trillion stars. Some of them are are bigger than the sun. Some of them are bigger than the whole earth. This God, mega multitude God, scattered all these things in the atmosphere. And I was also sharing with you that the population of angels around the throne, 100 trillion, that is... One with 14 zeros, 14 times the number of the people on the earth. This means that God wants big things. I see your life becoming big. You are about to drive a big car. You are about to live in a big house. You are about to be a member of a mega church, a big, huge, huge, huge church that has filled all over this place until we don't have any more place for anybody to sit. So in in saying this, what we want to say is that God wants more souls to be saved. Every believer must have that mentality. The number here is not enough. God wants more people. When we gather, we count 300 white people, 400 green people, 500, 600 black people. Mega multitude, to God. Now, when it comes to our personal things, we want mega things. But when it comes to God, we want, we want everything about God to be small. But those days are over. He said he wants all men to be saved. If this God has angels, 14 times the number of all the people in the world, was not all the people in the world, if they are 7 billion, the angels are 14 times. What kind of heaven do you think he has created? Oh my God. Oh my God. So every believer must catch this mega multitude vision for the house of God. But in order to do that, for the church to explode, the choir, I don't know the number of choruses that were standing here. Are you 12 or 15? 22 times 10 will become what? 200 and what? 21 day. 220 people will be in the choir alone and they will be ministering to the glory of God. How many people said amen to that prophetic word? That is the same way your bank account is going to increase. That is the same way the blessing of the Lord over your life is going to increase. I don't know the number of media men at the the back there. One day is going to be times 10. Because in our church, we are 150 people in the media. 150 people jumping all over the place. Because God is a mega multitude God. I pray for you that everything small that you have is about to increase. Because we serve a mega multitude God. Tell your friend, change your vision of small things. Change your vision. Change your vision of small things. By next Sunday, this church is increasing again. Increasing again. And very soon, we'll break this place and cover the whole arena. And then from here, we'll move to an acre, acre lands and begin to build churches and do mega, mega things. And I'm saying that because in my understanding and according to the Bible, God is a mega multitude God. If you can't see it, you can't taste it. You know, some people want to meet them, so I have to be a man of vision. All your visions, you can catch vision from the Bible. Biblical visions are the best. That as you are reading what you see, you begin to see that God is talking to you. I don't want small things. I don't want to do small things because in my vision, according to the Bible, God is a mega, 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 mega God. And so all of us must join this vision to build a mega church for God, to build a great church for God, where we have multitudes coming from everywhere, every center of the city, the church spreading to the and cronies everywhere. But to do that, all of us must be fuel. We need something to drive us. What is fuel? Fuel is a power source. It is a stimulus, a driving force, a propellant that drives. You know, that when you see a lazy man, everything you give to a lazy man does not increase Because he will be sleeping and sleeping and sleeping and sleeping like a slot. The Bible says thou sluggard." Go to the aunt. When you see the aunt, they work very hard. They are small, but they are able to make mega impact. Ants can sack somebody from his house. He bought the house, but little, little instead can clear the person out. When they come, they come in multitudes. So what must be the driving force of the church? It is one word. Something must drive us towards soul winning. And the thing that propels the soul winner to win muscles souls is the word compassion. Everybody say compassion. When you were singing about the first love, I was so touched. First love. Remember where the Lord brought you from. Remember the family where the Lord selected you from. Remember some bad life you were in and compassion found you and today you are sitting in the house of God. Some of you ladies, when some witches see you singing, they are very surprised because you used to be a member of their group. Now Jesus saved you. Now you are singing and casting them out. Put your hands together for the Lord. By the compassion of Jesus, you are here Glory to God. So, we are supposed to be soul winners because it is only soul winning that can cause the church to grow. That can cause the church to expand. Now, Matthew chapter 9, verse 36 and 38. Why every believer must be full of compassion towards lost souls? Why every believer must be full of compassion towards those who have been destroyed? Those who don't know Jesus. But when he saw the multitude he was moved with compassion on them. Because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Everyone who doesn't have Jesus in his life is a shepherdless human being. And when you become shepherdless, you are like a he-goat without an owner. In Africa, they like goat soup. So when a goat is moving around without ownership, very soon it will end up in somebody's pepper soup pot. But when the sheep is kept in a a farm, you cannot go and catch it. There are many human beings, beautiful, nice, scattered all over without a shepherd. so anytime the devil wants them, he will use some of them for lunch, some of them for brunch, some of them for dinner, some of them for midnight dinner. Just killing people anyhow. But when somebody becomes God's property, you can't kill him anyhow. That is why, ladies and gentlemen, we have to look beyond the church and reach out to those who don't go to church. Reach Anytime I enter into a hotel, no matter where the hotel is, I try to speak to the, the, the first person I will meet. The other time we were in Dubai and I wanted to go and talk to this sheik. They don't know God. They are enjoying his blessings, but they don't know the blesser. They are enjoying their resources, but they don't know the source. And so it is our responsibility to reach out with compassion. So when Jesus saw the unbelievers, people who don't go to church, people without God, young people without God, old people without God, women without God, prostitutes without God, wicked people without God. He had compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep. Having no shepherd. So, what is our responsibility? We need to bring them to the shepherd of our souls. Jesus is the shepherd of our souls. We have to bring our family members, we have to bring our friends, people in our offices, so that he can shepherd them. Then said he unto the disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Can you give somebody a high five and say, John, the laborers today? Talk to three people. The laborers are few. We need you. We need you. Some of you, we need you. We need you as a laborer. Don't only be a laborer for your husband. No, be a laborer for God. Don't be only a laborer for your wife. Be a laborer for God. My God, the laborers are few the laborers are few that is the message the labor some of you don't 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 do anything because we take oh there are too many pastors no 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 there are no too many pastors that is why today any anybody who can do something later you need to embrace the ministry part-time quarter time or half time whichever time we need more laborers he said pray the prayer that he said now so so he said in the in the vestary says he said Verse, 30, verse thirty-eight, verse thirty-eight. Speaking, he said, "Pray ye therefore." That's why yesterday we were talking about kingdom-focused prayer. Father, you see, right now when I came, I've seen twenty-two member choir, but I'm not satisfied because the choir can be three hundred. The choir. There are very powerful people who can even sing better than those people standing here, who are now blowing cocaine somewhere. Who are some? Some of them. Some girls have caught them, barricaded them. Nice young guys. And they've kept them in one room when they can sing for the whole world to see them by the camera of Holy Hill Chapel Revival Center. Yeah. So pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that you will send forth more laborers into the harvest field. We need more instrumentalists. I have 50 instrumentalists. Hmm. So in our church, you don't broth about what to, to pray. You don't come merely somebody sitting on your chair. And some of them can play all the instruments. One can play keyboard, play this one, play this one, play this one, play this one, play this one. That is how this church is about to become. Mega multitude church. Clap your hands for the Lord. Listen, we are talking about your father's kingdom. You got to be interested. We gotta be, and I want all of you to have a big heart. And every day when you wake up, think about how the church can increase. Think about how we can get more pastors. Think about how we can get more, more of everything. Pray ye therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that you will send forth more laborers into the harvest. Every believer must have compassion on sinners to see sinners saved. Jesus had compassion on us. Look at Mark 5, 19. Jesus met a madman, a man that was mad, one man, and occupied by 6,000 demons. My God. And they were killing him. And they were messing him up. And the man, we don't know what the man did. The Bible said Jesus has just finished in chapter 4. Was when Jesus quieted the sea. When he said peace be still. And the sea became quiet. And the disciples said what manner of man is this? My God. That the sea obey him. So Jesus' ministry. Croshindo to a higher level. By that very dangerous powerful miracle. He was able to talk to nature. For nature to obey him. But then after displaying all this power, he still had compassion on one man, one, not more. He said to the disciple, let us go over onto the other side. And I could see Peter saying, where are we going? Where are we going? Let's go to where the multitudes are. Let's go to where people can see you. He said, no, let's go. And the Bible said he was in a convoy of ships, not cars. They turned the ships around and where were they going? They were going straight into the cemetery. My God. When they got into the cemetery, one young person was there. No father, no mother, no body, no family member. He was dining with the dead. And Jesus, I, I could see the disciples standing there. He said, this our master. Is he correct? How can you change the whole agenda and go and look for one person, one person, one person? It's not that the man is even a graduate. He's a madman. Jesus went into that place. And before the disciple could say, Jack, he had started conversing with this madman. And then he said to the man, what is your name? He said, my name is called Legion. I am filled with over 6,000 demons. And the demons began to say, don't destroy us. Don't destroy us before that. They've occupied this man. They wanted to destroy his destiny. But Jesus, a man of compassion, could change the the, the schedule, could turn everything, could sacrifice for the sake of one person. And Jesus cast out all the demons. And the demons entered into 2,000 pigs. Every pig got three spiritual gifts that day. And they entered into the water. And the people were angry. Now, look at it. Look at something. Jesus was willing to sacrifice one human being for 2,000 pigs. 2,000 pigs entered into the sea and got drawn. Somebody lost his business for the sake of one soul. You see how valuable a soul is. The Bible said the man of the whole city, because probably I'm thinking that that man was the number one number one farmer in the whole city. Those days there were not a lot of people. So for one person to get 2,000 pigs, is a big deal. And then the people came and they drove him out come out, come out, come out. And I was surprised that the people were valuing the pigs than the human being. They were angry with Jesus for, for saving that madman. So there are people who are mad. Their family members have made them so. Human beings contributed to their madness. There are people who are on drugs today. They are, those things are happening because of evil spirit. How can they be saved? They did anointed men like you. Anointed women like you who have had an encounter with Jesus, who are filled with the Holy Ghost and his power, to say, come out and open up your heart and let Jesus come in. I want you to know that you are a very important factor in God's end time agenda to save souls. And after they finished, the Bible said, they were about to go. And the man said to Jesus, I want to follow you. But Jesus says something very important. Mark 5, 19. How Jesus suffered him not, but said unto him, go home to thy friends. Tell them how great things the Lord has done for thee and had had compassion on thee. I want us to read what is on the board. Very important. Some of us have never shared our testimony. There is something called the gospel of testimony. When you meet people, don't let them believe that you came from Jupiter. You were not like this. Don't let them believe that you have been good like this. We, have, we, we call it the gospel of change of story. Tell them how you used to be. And how the Lord. This is what Jesus was saying to the man. Go home. Tell all your classmates. Tell all your family members. How the Lord has had compassion on thee. And what the Lord has done for you. When was the last time you shared your testimony? Sometimes when we say people should go and preach. They think we are telling them to go and quote Matthew John. When I go on soul winning, I don't go with Bible. I've never carried Bible to soul winning before. What do you go with? Your testimony. So when you miss somebody, the first thing you say, hey, hey, I used to be like this, I used to be like this, I used to be like this, but Jesus has saved me because all human problems are equal. And sometimes when they listen to your testimony and they can identify with what you are saying, they will lift up their hands and they are going to give their life to Jesus. Your testimony is not supposed to be hidden. You have to share it. Some of you used to jump from one man to one man. Today you are singing in the choir. Some of you are chartered abortionists, chartered abortionists. You have 14 children in heaven and two on earth. The number of children you have aborted. Tell people, let them know you have not been good like this. And when they hear your testimony, and that is the message Jesus is telling us, go. Go to where you live. Go to where they know you. Tell them the great things that the Lord has done for thee and how he has had compassion on thee. There is no need to go and quote Jeremiah. They don't know Jeremiah. They don't go to church. They don't even have a Bible. By the time you say Jeremiah, said they say no. Jeremiah, my landlord, wicked man. Huh? You see your family member. I'm not following you to that church. Don't go and quote James. No, 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 no. Nobody knows James. Some of them James broke their heart 20 years ago. You preach with James chapter one. They say no. Don't mention chapter two. The one is enough. So go with your own personal testimony. When you go, say, I'm called Cecilia. I used to be like this, like this. But this is how far the Lord has brought me and how the Lord has changed me. So preaching is very simple. Don't carry any Bible. Get some trunks. Go. Tell them your personal testimony. This is what Jesus is telling all of us. For wherever you came from and whatever the Lord has done for you, everybody ought to hear it. Everybody ought to know how. Psalm 119 verse forty says. Look at that scripture. Psalm 119 verse 46. If all of us will share our testimony, some of you just take your phone and do your own video recording and title it My Testimony. Put it on the internet. People are going to read it and they are going to give their life to Christ. Now, I hope you see what is on the board. Let's read it together. Ready, go. I pray, I pray call. Read it again. Ready for the last time? So tell your friend. I've not heard your testimony yet. <laughs> Let us know how you are How you used to drink blood. You were a class captain in a witchcraft coven. Today, you are you are a Cooper member. Let us know how far the Lord has brought you. That's why we can't change people. So Jesus said, go, go. And what did he say? He said, tell them how the Lord has had compassion on you. Now listen, nobody here was good though. Everybody here used to be a very bad person. Some of you were not bad indeed, but you were bad in your mind. And one of the things you have to understand when it comes to Jesus is righteousness. It's not about what you did. It's about what you were thinking. Some of us were mental fornicators. You see people outside, you address them with your eyes. You think heaven is not recording. So when it comes to righteousness, nobody here. Don't bring yourself. But why are you in church and they call you a holy person? Say compassion. I say, say compassion. Don't say, because my mother was a pastor. No, no, no. Many pastor children are not born again. It has nothing to do with your background. It has to do with the word compassion. Compassion compassion and so the same way when we see others who Sunday they won't go to church some of them are watching TV basketball they are doing this as if God never existed get closer to them don't feel too big sometimes because of little little pride in us we can reach out to souls because we see one of the things you don't know that too much shyness is pride I'm sure I'm sure it's not true when you saw the lady you wanted, you were able to open your mouth to propose. You are not shy. You are not shy. You are not shy. Just that you are ashamed of the gospel. But Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel. I am not ashamed of the gospel. Ten to three people and say, don't be ashamed of the gospel. Tell everybody, tell everybody. Don't be ashamed. Remember how far the Lord has brought you. And also have compassion on others. And pray for them and deliver them and invite them to church. So they can also hear the good news. Why must we preach salvation to everybody we meet? Being driven by compassion. Because number one, a person without Christ is without bread. And Jesus is the bread of life. And without bread, people will die. Write these four points down. In John 6, 35, Jesus said, "I am the bread of life." What can we do without bread? What can we do? Bread is the most commonest staple food all over the world. Everybody eat bread. Some people may not eat a bar. Some people may not eat rice. Some people may not eat um, uh, um, whatever chips—that the thing you eat—in every country. People, but in every country, people eat bread. So bread is the common denominator around the world. That's why today the war in Ukraine is almost affecting the world because of wheat that they use for the bread. But Jesus said, I am the bread of life. So the people you meet outside without God have no bread. So they are dying daily and dying daily and dying daily. So when we preach to them, we have supplied them the bread of life. Number two, the person without Christ is without living water. You can't go more than four days without water. So many of the people are dead. Most of the people we see in the society, they are dead, but they are living. Because they don't have the living water. John 4, 10, Jesus said, I am the living water. I have never been depressed once in my life. I have never been disappointed. People disappointed me, but I refuse to be disappointed. Once in my life, why? There is a living bread. There is a living fountain. Jesus is the living water. People may suffer and die of thirst without him. So ladies and gentlemen, when you meet people, don't look at their degrees and the cars they drive. They they are dying. They are dying of thirst. The man without Jesus is empty. is
0: dry.
1: Because Jesus is the living water. Number three, the man without Jesus is without the door. So they are in bondage. Jesus said, I'm the door. So when we introduce Christ to them, we are giving them the door. We are showing them the door. The door out of depression. The doorway out of premature death. The doorway out of what? Addiction, drug addiction. The doorway. Yesterday I was watching a documentary. And they were showing how smugglers bring cocaine and other things to different parts of the world. And it's so amazing that human beings will take drugs and put it in their stomach. And some of them, it will explode. And they will die. If they knew Jesus, they would do that. Some of them think that without any shadity, they cannot survive. But some of us have never done any shadity. We are living a best life because they don't know any other alternative. They don't have the door. John 10, 9. I am the door. I am the door. So when you meet people who don't know God and you ask them, if you die today, where are you going? He said, I don't know. Why? Because they don't have the door. They don't have the door. Many people think life ends on earth. No, 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 no. Life begins after the earth. Real life begins after this earth. Real life, real life. This earth has been given to us for rehearsals. Real life begins after death. But if you don't have the door, they are in bondage forever. And number four, we must have compassion to invite more people to church, to preach to more people, to get more people saved. Because the man without Christ is without the way, the truth, and the life. They have no life. John 14 says, since Jesus is the way to heaven, people may die in darkness. Since Jesus is the life. And if you don't have life, you are dead. So when we receive him, we receive life. These four reasons are the reason why every human being must be born again. Life without bread, you die of hunger. Life without water, you die of thirst. Life without the way, you are in bondage for the rest of your life. Somebody brought a gentleman to church. Not that he wanted to come to church. He was a bus driver because Sundays we hire buses that bring people to church. And when it was even Tuesday evening service, when the person brought this guy, this guy has been a drug addict. He's been smoking for 36 years. And he said he has moved from one juju man to juju man looking for a way out of the smoking habit. He went to a place called Nima where there's a lot of jujuism because the place for Muslims. And the juju man said, I'm going to give you a chewy stick. When you chew this stick, the addiction will leave you. The man chewed the stick, the thing increased by double. So that day, the person that brought that bus to church, the man was saying outside. And he said, Sir, come inside the church. He said, no, I don't go to church. I don't know. He said, No, no, no. You just come and sit at the back. At least, even if you don't go to church. I am, t- we are taking you back home. So just join the church the guy came inside i finished preaching i ministered the communion as soon as he took the communion he has never been in church before he said he felt like some cold water has been poured on him he went home and took his cigarette about to smoke with the first touch he began to feel the volcano action in the stomach he started vomiting 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 after the vomiting 36 years of addiction broken by the power of god the man has now been baptized. Last two, about two, three weeks ago, I saw him wearing white, white, including white shoes in the church. Glory to Jesus. Lift your hands and give the Lord a shout of praise. There was another lady that I saw the other time. He was he, he was following one of these one, one, four, one, nine guys and breaking into people's bank account. All these people who are exchanging credit cards and other things, they don't do with their physical eye. They always consult mediums. And this lady followed the boyfriend. They went to consult one medium man, and the medium man did the juju for them. When they were going, the medium man said to the lady, I will also become your boyfriend. So he was sleeping with his boyfriend and the medium man at the same time. After some time, the lady said, I wanted to be more powerful than my boyfriend. So, he went to seek another psyche. He went there. The man also said, I want to sleep with you. Say said, no, no. This sleeping business is too much. I'm, not, I'm no more. Somebody invited her to church. But the other juju man gave this lady a piece of meat. She ate it and for four years, the thing remained undigested in the stomach. And so, from time to time, the meat would be traveling inside the stomach. The lady came to church for a beautiful lady. Suffering so bad. If you see her, you will never know that she's suffering suffering so bad that the meat is traveling in her stomach one day she was in the service we were calling on deliverance the god of deliverance something hit her stomach she wasn't even in the service she didn't come to service that day wake up the next morning listening to the message in her house and then when i shouted come out something hit her stomach in her own living room she vomited the four-year goat meat that have remained undigested and moving. After that, Jesus began to decorate her life. He got a scholarship. As I'm talking, he's in Greece furthering his university education. All the powers were broken. Now, why am I telling all these stories? This is what people who don't go to church are suffering, but you may never know. They look so fine. That's why they do a lot of mascara to cover things up. Some of them dress until they undress and they become naked. Except demons are driving them. Why would somebody dress and show all their breasts? Recently, they did a, a beauty pageant. They, they were doing an, one I night in Nigeria. The lady, one lady came almost naked. Just only lines in the dress. But you can see everything unseeable. Madness. 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 People don't know God. So those of that that have come, let us show them the way. Let us show them the truth. And let, them show, let us show them the light. So everybody who has some friends, everybody who is in a place, everybody who is in a group, must do the work of an evangelist. 2 Timothy 4.5 2 Timothy 4.5 I came to encourage you to join the working force. Many are not saved. Some of you, without you, some people may never make it to heaven. Because there are people you know, your pastor never knows. There are, there are people you meet, your pastor may never meet them. So if you only leave the way for the pastors, then multitudes will go to hell. Second Timothy 4.5 But watch thou in all things. Endure afflictions. Do the work of an evangelist. Wow. Make full proof of that ministry. Tell somebody, do the work of an evangelist. Shake the person and say, do the work of an evangelist. Wow. Right now, if I tell you, do the work of a caterer, it means go and cook food. If I tell you, do the work of a footballer, it means go and shoot football. Question, what is the work of an evangelist? They introduce men to Christ. He didn't say be an evangelist. You will say that is not your calling. (laughs)
0: Do the
1: work of an evangelist. When I was coming, my wife brought his dress that I should use the iron to straighten it. But I'm not a seamstress. But I did it. I'm not a seamstress, but I'm doing the work of a seamstress. Glory to God. Some of you are not cobblers. You are not a shoemaker, but you shine your shoe today. So every day we do the work of others. Even though we are not the others. The same way he's saying, even though you are not an evangelist, do the work of an evangelist. Find out the work that evangelist is doing and copy the same. And what do they do? They introduce men to Jesus. They introduce men to Jesus. They introduce men to Jesus. The same way some of you can introduce people to a good seamstress. The same way some of you, when you see that sales are being made, you shout. You direct them to that place. So that what is $20, you get to $2. The women, Very, 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 very good broadcasters. Hairdressers. They don't have a saloon, but they always, they are able to organize their hair that is what he's saying do the work of an evangelist learn how to introduce people to Jesus all believers must evangelize to prove that they have the same compassion as Jesus has and listen don't transfer your wickedness from the world into church some people have come with some extra baggage they used to be very wicked I don't care a hoot. Drop that one, don't bring it to church. The house of God is a house of compassion and mercy. Ezekiel 33 verse 8. Any believer that refuses to evangelize, God will give you a murder charge. So it's not as simple as some of us take it. He sees you as a murderer. Ezekiel 33 verse 8. When I say unto the wicked, O wicked man, thou shalt surely die. And if thou do not speak to warn the wicked from his ways, you see. So today I'm encouraging you to warn wicked people. You see, it's a warning. If thou does not speak to warn the wicked from his way, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity. But his blood will I require from thy hands. Somebody shout mercy. So nobody here is exempted, thinking, Oh, as for you you came to America so that you can build a house in your village. You know, that is a small vision. God brought you here as an evangelist. Many people went for visa; they refused them. You are the only one God gave you the passage because he has a work for you to do. Those that brought out the gospel today will bring, are bringing the gospel back on them. Put your hands together for the Lord. So if you don't want to be tagged as a murderer and a wicked person, then do the work of an evangelist. And if you believe this Bible, it talks about blessing. When I preach about blessing, now you shout amen. Then you must also believe in Ezekiel 33.8. Everything in the Bible is true. So, how do you prove that you have compassion? Luke chapter 10, verse 25 to 37. A certain lawyer asked Jesus, who is my neighbor? Because the Bible tells us to care to think about our neighbor, to care for our neighbor. So he asked him, who is my neighbor? Luke chapter 10, verse 25. Now, can do you have amplifier? Give me amplified. Let me read from the amplifier Bible so you are, we understand the story very, very powerfully. Okay. Then a certain lawyer arose to try and test and tempt him, saying, Teacher, what am I to do to inherit everlasting life? That is, to partake of eternal salvation in the Messiah's kingdom. Jesus said unto him, what is written in the law? How do you read it? And he replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. Wow. The man was a very Turkish man. So he asked Jesus, okay, who is my neighbor? He replied, Go, go back to the next verse. Jesus said to him, You have answered correctly. Do this, and you will live. Enjoy active, blessed, endless life in the kingdom of God. This is why I'm preaching this message. There is a blessing attached to it. You enjoy active, blessed, endless life in the kingdom of God. So, no, but listen. This is your small, small, small vision of buying a car, drop it somewhere and catch a mega vision. Do this. Introduce your neighbors. Share with them the gospel and you enjoy active, blessed, endless life in the kingdom of God. Not in America. The kingdom of God is bigger than America. Let's go to the next verse. My God. And he determined to acquit himself of reproach, said to Jesus, and who is my neighbor? (laughs) The man was very wise. so. So, Jesus is going to answer. Jesus, taking him up, replied, a certain man was going from Jerusalem down to Jericho. You see, Jerusalem is the place of God. Jericho was a place for the Gentiles. Anytime you descend from Jerusalem to Jericho, the enemy will mess up your destiny. A certain man was going from Jerusalem down to Jericho and he fell among robbers. Who stripped him of his clothes? No wonder most unbelievers don't want to wear clothes anymore. The demons are driving them crazy. My God. Who stripped them? Today people have tattoos on their bottles. So they want people to even see it. My God. Because they are going down from Jerusalem to Jericho. Who stripped him of his own clothes. And belongings and beat him. And went their way unconcerned. Leaving him half dead as it happened. Every unbeliever in the street is half dead. Only their bodies walking. Their spirits are dead. All of us who were dead coming to Jesus has made you alive. Put your hands together for the Lord. Now now you are now alive. Now when I preach you can understand because your spiritual life is awakened. Some people come to them and say, what is the pastor saying?
0: Oh, what is the man
1: saying? Fireman, what is he talking about? And then we start speaking to them. the confusion becomes well, all of them are mad, all of them are mad, all of them are mad. Because their spirits are dead. Some even ask you, how can the small blood of Jesus save all of us? Dead, 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 dead. Educated idiots. They don't understand anything because when you don't know God, you are half dead ladies and gentlemen i'm sending you out to go and wake up all the half dead men in your offices half dead men in your house half dead men in your street you can't keep quiet it is a mandate say by force is more than by force they left him half dead and this is what the enemy is doing in anybody's life probably you are listening to me today wherever you are you are not born again I want you to know, the fact that you are not born again means you are half dead. It's only your body that is working on earth. You have no relationship with God. There are two types of death. The Bible talks about the first death and the second death. What is the first death? Separation from God. And what is the second death? The day they throw you into the lake of fire. Where you will never come out is the second death. Many are half dead. And it is the responsibility. That's why the church is here. It's not just to gather saints. Who want to serve God? No. We are here to be empowered to be sent out. To be empowered to be sent out. To be empowered to be sent out. As the light of the world. We are the light in darkness. We are the light in darkness. And as it happened. Now by coincidence. A certain priest was going down along the road. And when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Somebody shout mercy. A priest. There are pastors today who don't care about soul winning. They don't have to do anything with compassion about souls. Let's just get blessed. So they've caught different visions. Now by coincidence, a certain priest was going down along that road. when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And the next person that passed by was a Copa member, a Levite, <laughs> a minister in the church. Likewise also came down to the place and saw him and passed by on the other side. Lift your hand and say, Lord, mercy for me. Many people we are met in the shopping mall. Some of them we met them on the toilet. Some of them we met them on the washroom. We didn't speak to them. Some of them we just have to say, Jesus loves you. Even if he insults you, what you have said is going to ring in their ears forever and never and never and never and never and never. Tell your friend, no more passing by. No more passing by. No more passing by. Speak to him like an evangelist. Evangelist is fearless. No more passing by. No more passing by. Sister Singer. no more passing by. Sister Media, no more passing by. Copa member, no more passing by. Beautiful believer. Don't pass by the unbelievers again. They need to hear the gospel from you. And this is what we are doing. People in our offices, we are passing them by. And yet they are suffering. Because they don't know anything else to do, they they are going to sniff cocaine and feel good and die and go to hell. Other people are going to follow girls all their life. They chase, 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 chase. They are not satisfied. And then something will kill them. Other will become armed robbers. They will go around gunning and shooting people in schools and killing them. All these people, only Jesus can stop them. 18-year-old boy, he will take a gun and go to where he might be and practice what he saw in the film. And kill and shed blood. And shed blood. He knows he will be arrested, but why is he not afraid? The spirits driving them are more than the police spirits. So you have to know all these wicked things going on in the city. The soldiers can't help. Police cannot help. They cannot help. One day I was in London and then they they, they caught a cocaine dealer. So they put him in a van. The man was caught with, I think, 25 kilos. By the time they got to the police, it was 10 kilos. (laughs) Where is the rest of the kilos? Police have negotiated and taken 15 kilos. So some of them are even worse than the criminals. Only Jesus can make a difference in a man's life. Only Jesus can make a difference in a man's life. All of you were here when you saw a man put hmm, on a human being for more than 10 minutes until the man died in cold blood. No No normal person can do that. And the man was shouting, I can't, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I I couldn't watch that from twice. Because no normal human being can look at his brother with the compassion of God. Something was driving that man. Today, that what drove him have driven him to jail. Probably his eyes have now opened. And that is what the devil does to people. He will blind you, push you in a corner, and then he will leave now. You are saying, had I known? So let us reach out to them very quickly. Men are half dead levi's don't pass by Priests, don't pass by let's go and i want to commend this church because i've seen you doing a lot of radical evangelism put your hands together for the lord <laughs> radical evangelism i showed the pictures to people they say my god america said so what that's where the gospel began from we can't sit down for demons to take over the city demon today lesbians are not afraid they are advertising where is advertisement of jesus Wicked people are not afraid. They go to even parliament to argue their rights. Where is the church? The church has become too quiet. We need some radical soul winners. Some ragamorphian soul winners. Some, some dangerous soul winners. To go out there. The levi passed by. The priest also passed by. Why? Lack of compassion. Continue. But a certain Samaritan. Oh, tell your friend, you are the one. You are the one. You are the one. You are the one. A certain Samaritan. Woo! Now, you see, Jesus told this story to rebuke the Jews. Because the Samaritans were like half-caste. In Ghana, we call some people half-caste. That they like half-black and half-white. Some people, their mother was a black man, black woman, and their father was. So black and white blood joined together. One overcame the other. And so some people, they have their color is, they are not too white. And they are not too black chocolate. They are in the middle. So in Ghana, we call them half Some of them are half Lebanese. Some of them are half whatever. So the, the Samaritans were multitude. They are, they, these are Jewish people who have married into Gentiles. So the Jews, that, like the real Jews, did not have respect for the Samaritans. So Jesus using the Samaritan to tell that story was a rebuke for the real Jews. But a Samaritan, the priest was a Jew, the liver, but the Samaritan, those that were not respected, they were the ones that responded to the gospel. As he traveled along, came down to where he was. And when he saw him, he was moved with pity. That's compassion. He was, see, what you, put your hands on your heart. Say, Lord, give me compassion. You are beautiful, but you don't have compassion. Lord, give me compassion. It's a prayer you have to pray. When you have compassion, you'll be like Jesus. You talk to people like Jesus. You pray for people like Jesus. And then the church will grow and it will grow. It will grow. If we even have half of the people here having the same compassion like Jesus, who every week new people will come, every week, new souls will come. Every week we are going to get sinners coming to the church. Compassion is the game. When he have pity, is the word compassion and sympathy for him. And what did he do? And he went to him. Number one, he went to him. Number two, he dressed his wounds. Number three, he poured in oil and wine. Number four, he sat him on his beast. That's transportation. Number five, he brought him to an inn to the church. Number six, he took care of him. He was raised in the church. And then, the next day he took, out two denarii, two wages, and give to them, the innkeeper saying, take care of him. And whatever more you spend, I myself, I will repay when I return. Wow. Verse 36. Jesus. Which of these three? Now look at something what the man is going to do. Because the Jews didn't even want to have anything with the Samaritans. When Jesus even asked him, question he will not even use his mouth to mention the word samaritan so jesus said which of these three do you think prove himself neighbor to the one who fell among robbers look at the man's answer he answered the one who showed pity instead of saying the samaritan he said the one who showed pity and mercy to him and jesus said to him go and do likewise box somebody like this blow and say go and do likewise Go and do what the Samaritan did. Go and do what the Samaritan did. Go and do what the Samaritan did. Ladies and gentlemen, every believer with compassion will do these seven things. Write them down. They will close. The seven things every believer must do to show compassion. Number one, go to sinners. The man went, when he saw the man, he went to him. Don't let them come. We are supposed to go for them. Most pastors are sitting in the church waiting for people to come that's not a method we have to go go to them go to sinners then number two number two thing that a man of compassion must do lead them to salvation the bible says he covered his wounds it is only salvation that covers the sins of people so lead men lead them to salvation you go to sinners you lead them to salvation, and then you introduce them to the Holy Spirit and the blood of Jesus. That's number three. He poured into the wounds blood and wine. You introduce people to the Holy Spirit, the Master Spirit, and then you introduce them to the blood of Jesus. Number three. And then number four, give them a means of transport. So some of you Sunday, Sunday must go and carry people and bring them to church. The man had a beast. The beast means four-wheel drive. Toyota Land Cruiser of those days. He picked the diamond and put him on it and sent him to the hospital. And yesterday I told you which one is the hospital the church is the hospital. So you give them a means of transport. Tango papa gave us a bus. You, put, you give them a means of transport. Then number 5, you take them to the church. You don't win a so and tell them so. Go anywhere you want to go go. No. You bring them the the house of God is Jesus's hospital. So this is the process. If you let one of them messin', you you spoil the whole the whole the whole process. Bring them. Make sure you introduce them to the church. I go to church at what is the this area? His name is it Mofrotho or what? Huh? My God, whoa! It sounds like a Mofrotho in Ghana. Our church is at Maffisboro, twenty-seven something something NQG, fist whatever whatever. My God. In Ghana, our address systems are jammed together, so we use lotteries and other things to show direction. When you get to where the woman is selling rice, pass by the left. There is somebody also roasting a, a plantain. What about if that did, the woman doesn't come? You have lost direction. You have lost direction. My God! Clap your hands for America. It's a beautiful city. When you win a soul, help them. Take them to church. Number five. This is where they will be cared for. Because every soul must grow. Without the word of God, the soul was light. When demons come out of people, we must fill them with the word of God. And the house of God is the distribution dispensing center of the gospel. As people come in, they hear. And they hear. Some of you, when you came to church from the, you were not like this. But look at today how cool you are. The word of God. Some of you were very hyper. When you charge, microwave is in trouble. Television is in trouble. Anybody around is on fire. But now very cool that even a man can live with you. Put your hands together for the Lord. That's what the word of God has done in your life. He brought them to the innkeepers. Bring them to the doctor. Dr. Nicky here to teach them the word of God. Number six, look at what the man did. He gave money. He gave money. Those of you who don't understand why we take money in the church, this work is too huge and big. Oh. He gave money. We are supposed to have the best screens. We are supposed to have television, good cameras to transport the gospel. Somehow he pays me so much that those who are advertising wickedness have the best gadgets. He pays me so much. When I went to CNN office and I saw their cameras, my God. I said, Jesus, CNN with this kind of camera. And the man mentioned to me the price of one of them. How beautiful in Atlanta. Once well, I was standing there, they thought I was, I was storing there. They said, that was, my mind wasn't on the CNN at all. I was thinking about how such good cameras can enter the church to publicize the gospel to send the gospel around the world most of the time when you see production of churches you are not even interested to watch you are using iphone 8 8 has passed a long time that's what the pastor is using to send the gospel on uh, 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 my god what they are saying to our church this whole year every money that comes is into the media so we use one year to buy all the cameras six cameras Wherever, wherever, Because the gospel must be on every available voice. And you do that by paying money. I don't think this screen you spoke in tongues and they gave it to you. So when you come to church, put your money inside. Now let me tell you something about money. Eh? When God gives you money, you can do two things with it. You can use it to invest in your life, which will not go anywhere into eternity. And you can also put it in the house of God which will transcend beyond this life. That one will go to it. Everybody here you have a, your account in heaven. How much he has given you and how much you committed into the gospel. Some of you when they check your investment 20% into kingdom. 80 in your stomach. Mercy for you. Mercy. When I went to a prison to preach and then they said, Pastor, you didn't bring food. I said, but last week some people brought you food. I brought you books. I gave them 700 books. And I said, the food that they bring is good to bring food. But this time I didn't bring food. You have eaten all you have gone to the toilet. <laughs> Take this book <laughs> and read it. Your life will change. Okay. There was a lady, a drug dealer from Holland who has been caught and incarcerated in his home. Few months later, the lady called me from Holland. Man of God, I am one of those people that got that book from your hands. I'm back to Holland. Through that book, I became born again. I'm now a pastor preaching the gospel. This one and rice, which one is better? There is nothing wrong with sharing food, but make sure you back it to the gospel. Otherwise, it's a useless activity. People who eat, they won't remember. Anytime you want to share food, make sure the reason behind the sharing of food that it is a bit that draws people to Jesus. They had every kind of food in Egypt. They still accused God. And they didn't change. So all of them died in the wilderness. So ladies and gentlemen, the man gave money. He said, take this money. Take care of the people. Without money, look out, look, can we? Nice place by the roadside. May the Lord honor everybody whose person is in this church. Clap your hands for yourself. Wow. Some of you are students, you gave? you gave, you gave, you gave, you gave, you gave. So the gospel cannot go without money. The innkeeper, he said, the next day he took out two denarii. Two days' wages and gave it to the innkeeper. Say, Take care of him. So, we need to give our money so that when souls come, we can take care of them. I saw your boutique. How people can enter there and dress up. In Ghana, we have a boutique in our church. Because the church is in the slums. Some people come to church, three months they've not bathed. When you look at their fingernails, you speak in tongues. We have a boutique and we have a bathroom. So some of them, you need to bath them. Dress them. Before they can enter the church. And we have a group called Mercy and Compassion. That's what Mr. Sante does. We cook food for 300 people every Sunday. Every Sunday. Some of them, the food will attract them. When they finish eating it, will give them the bread of life. Tell your friend, put your money in the church. Put your money in the church. The gospel has never gone without money. And don't let it pay you. Give your money. I get excited. Anytime they call for money and I have it, Woo! I get excited that my heavenly father needs something and he wants to use me as a partner. The man gave money. He took money. Take care of him. Take care of him. Take care of it. We need to pay our rent. We need to do this. 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 Even discourse are being sustained by people. Today, politics, people will sell their houses and give their money to politics. If you see the amount of money people put into politics, you'll be amazed. It could have been many churches. But for you, I see your money becoming kingdom money. So the man gave. I want you to go back and read the story and you see how the gospel works. Finally, follow up a visitation. The man said, when I return, so when you win it, so soul, go back to check them. Call them. Find out. The soul didn't come to church. After church, now call. Hey, we didn't see you on the Thursday. Whatever. It is your soul. You have to check them again. The man said, When I return, I will repay when I return. So he did not only minister to them once. He returned again and again and again and again and again and again. So when we win a show, get their phone number, get the address, call them, send them messages. Make sure. This is what we call follow up and tele-evangelism. Tele-evangelism means telephone evangelism. You call them. You call them. You call them, you call them, you make phone calls to make sure that soul comes back again and again, and then one day he becomes a chorister, one day he becomes an usher, one day he's working at the car park, one day he's an instrumentalist. At that level, your joy will be unspeakable. Your joy will be unspeakable. I pray for every member of this church. May you be able to establish a soul in the church. May you be and I pray for everyone who has ever brought now. Can I see those of you by hands that right now in the church, you can see you're sitting in the church. Somebody invited. Wow. Wow. May the Lord give you a new car. (laughs) Those of you whose hands are down, you have a lot of work to do. So those of you who raise your hands, lay your hands on somebody who didn't raise and give him impartation. Say, brother, (laughs) don't pass by them. Oh, be a good Samaritan. Lay your hands on them again. I'm serious. though. Don't go to heaven empty-handed. Your nice car can go to heaven. Your beautiful house cannot go to heaven. But the souls you have won when you are going, some of you carry excess baggage. It is permitted. Only in heaven, excess baggage is permitted. I'm going to carry cargo car to heaven full of souls full of souls you are thinking about having more houses better have it in the golden city better have it in the golden city not here where tsunami can tsunami your house many houses have been broken through by wind and other things. and yet this is where we want to keep our inheritance but to that give you a new vision begin to invest in heaven begin to invest in heaven Tap your friend and say, begin to invest in heaven. That is, there is another place. When I was in Ohio, one Ghana boy has been jailed 230 years. Breaking into people's account. Transferring money here, here, here. Somebody highly educated who works in the bangle. Connive with these Sakawa boys. and They gave him every count, 10 years, 23 counts. When will you come out? The prison should take him. To mention even the 230, I can't even mention it. 230 years. How old was even your grandmother? (laughs) But all these young people have found themselves in some of these unfortunate things because those of us that saw the gospel, they did not speak to them. Anytime I hear someone, I become very sad because that young man could have been me preaching, but who was there to introduce them to Jesus? Sometimes we talk to somebody once he doesn't come. and say, oh, my friend, go. You can go to hell. No. That language is not heaven's language. You can go to hell, man. Hey. No. Here, compassion. Compassion. How many of you can tell the truth that the first time they invited you to church, you didn't go? <laughs> Raise your hands. You are in the presence of God. Don't lie. My son, stand up. How many times did they invite you before you came? More than 15 times. Clap your hands for 15 times. Give me a microphone. Let me let me do proper preaching here. More, I'll give you a gift after church. More, what is your name? My name is Kwez Moluti. From which country? South Africa. South Africa. Wow. How many times before you came? 15 times. And who, who brought you to the church? She never gave up. Stand up, stand up, stand up. up. You are a radical soul winner. May the Lord give you the best husband in this life. Give you the best house in this city. Give you more money than you can drop. And establish you favor everywhere upon your life. Look at this big soul you have brought. This guy could have been very dangerous for society. But because of you now all of us are resting peacefully. Other one will hear alert. Take <laughs> him! Somebody just broke jail. He's coming towards Mafizboro. Everybody, close your house. Somebody, give the Lord a shout of praise. Who? What's your name? Eh? Niseko. You brought such a big soul. Many girls who could have been raped, they've been delivered because of Niseko. Because see, when you are a sinner, you can do wild things. So. I'm not trying to say you are bad, but you see, when you are a sinner, you do, you do, you, do, you sin. So, so when according to the Bible, they cover multitudes of sins. Multitudes. I just met one guy who, who, who was saved recently telling me his story. This guy is not too old. And he's telling me that they used to join an armed robbery gang, international armed robbery gang. They have local ones and international ones. You have four passports that can go to Europe, that can go to America, and Africa, they can go everywhere. And he tells me, he said, Papa, one day, they send out to somebody's house and they said, when you go do a clean job. A clean job means don't take anything material, kill everybody. He said, we enter. we shot the man, we shot his wife, we kill everybody in the house. When we were about to go, then a three-year-old girl ran. Mommy, 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 mommy. When she came, father on the floor, blood. And he said, my director said, shoot the girl. He said, no, director. He said, if you don't shoot her, I'm going to shoot you right now. He said, and I shot that little girl. He said, since that day, he couldn't sleep. The girl was crying in the ears, crying in the ears, crying in the ears. He said, until I met you, in the day you lay hands on me, their voice left me after 15 years. So I asked him, "The leader of the gang, where does he live?" He said, "The leader lives in France." It's a network. What even shocked me? He said that the, the gang leader's wife never knows that his husband is an robber. Yes. He has bought a house in some way, a very nice place somewhere around the world, and sent their wife and their children. They think he's a businessman, but he's a killer number one. They kill political assassins. But that boy, he said that the day they were training them, they were nine. They cooked them for nine months in the bush. So as he was talking to him, eight have died. He's the only one surviving. And now he's born again. You see? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to preach the gospel. Nothing is as important. And I want to recruit every one of you. Join. Join. Let's spread the gospel. As 1349. In conclusion. My son was invited More than 13 times. And what did the lady do? Again. When I come again. When I come again. When I come again. Now I have a nice handsome man sitting in the church. This is God's plan for everybody. For everybody. For everybody. So the word of the Lord concerning eternal salvation through Christ. Scattered and spread throughout the whole region. May you be one of those people who is going to spread this word. All over. Now listen, nobody should be quiet in the church. Everybody. You are one of the laborers. I know some of you are believing God for husbands, but do this one first. I know some of you are believing God. Seek ye first the kingdom. Some of you actually, your husbands are right now outside. They are unbelievers now. You better win them and bring them. Some of you, the one that will buy you a free car is now smoking weed outside. Anytime they announce in the church, we are going. I'm talking about kingdom expansion. When you do these things, what will happen to you? Number one, you become a star. Say a star. You see, this is what everybody wants to become a star. Because when you become a star, the benefits of stardom, Proverbs eleven thirty. Daniel twelve three. You become a star. Every soul winner is a kingdom star. So I'm a soul winner. I'm a kingdom star. Now let's let's move from Proverbs eleven thirty. I'll come back there. Daniel three. What are the benefits of preaching with compassion? Daniel chapter twelve, verse three. No, don't give me amplified. This one give me rare. rare this it said that they that tend many unto righteousness will shine like stars. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that tend many unto righteousness will shine as stars forever. Look at the benefits that are given to stars. All those benefits are coming to you as a kingdom star. Push somebody and say you are a kingdom star. You are you are become a kingdom star today. I'm not talking about Beyoncé and L.L. Elle, Elle in 50 cent and 20 cent. All of them have died miserable deaths. I'm not talking about Bob Marley. No, 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 Joseph Lennon. No, 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 no. These people, their stardom is short-lived. But this one, he says, you'll be a star forever and never and never and never and never. You'll be an everlasting star. In Ghana, most of the stars, they die in the midst of their age. Real stars are showing winners. They that many, not few. Say many, 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 many. So my sister, go and catch another guy again. And catch other girls like you. And keep catching them. Your stardom will increase and it increase and it increase. There that shall be wise. So every soul winner is a kingdom star. I pray for every soul winner here. Whatever at least stars enjoy. May you enjoy more and, more and more and more and more and more. When a star is going somewhere. Hey, people opened door for them. All stars are rich. You will be rich in Jesus' name. So I saw Selena William really playing. Hey, these girls melonaires. The man that played golf, what is his name? Tiger Woods. With all his problems. He said melanaeans. So when he says you become a kingdom star. And I want to ask you. God in America who can make you a red millionaire? yeah. So. Stardom. Kingdom stars are not those who show their buttons on Facebook. No, 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 no. They are not those who show their breast. They are show winners. And may every revival center member be converted into a star. Into a star. Into a star. Number two, a show winner is wise. You are considered as a wise man. And Proverbs chapter 8 tells you the benefit of wisdom. Wisdom. So Proverbs 11.30. This is pastor Nikki's scripture. Uh-huh. The fruit of the uncompromisingly righteous is a tree of life. He who who he, he who is wise. Captures human life for God. As a fisher of men, he gathers and receives them for eternity. Wisdom. So many Christians are not wise. They are just jumping all over the place. A wise man is the one that goes looking for souls. That goes looking for souls. That goes looking for souls. I see you becoming wise. And as you are becoming wise, all the benefit of wisdom will enter your house. Finally, divine protection. Let's stop here. When you become a soul winner, God will protect you because you have protected people from going to hell. So heaven will protect you. Every compassionate soul winner who ensures others are delivered from the hands of the devil will also be delivered from wicked people. Who Will also be delivered from wicked people. God will not allow wickedness to sit on you. God will make sure you are delivered from wickedness. 2 Corinthians eleven thirty two 32 and 33. We are closing here. So ladies and gentlemen, I came to encourage you. In Damascus, the governor under Aratas, the king kept the city of Damascus with a garrison, desirous to apprehend me. That's Apostle Paul. And through a wall in a basket, I was let down by the wall and escaped his hands. This is Paul going around preaching and wicked men are planning wickedness to kill him. Wickedness to kill him. But because he's a soul winner, he has made a way of escape for many people to escape hellfire. God will also always make a way of escape for him when people plan against him. People have tried to kill me many times. One day I was in my house. Some gang people sent me a letter through Pastor Prince. And tell that man that we are going to kill him in three days. So I went to my house. I took a, a, a bucket of water. I said, Lord, I turn this into the blood of Jesus as pranking anybody that jumped this wall is a dead goat and i said when they spark their car and they are coming five minutes into the journey all of them are dead i'm still alive today this thing is about six years ago listen to me God will protect you all the no matter the guns that are flying in america it will never come near your house i say it will never come near your house even if they shoot it in front of you it will bypass you like that because a show winner is not permitted to die rough rough So, what you become a star, you enjoy the benefit of wisdom and divine protection. Lift up your two hands and begin to speak in tongues. Tell the Lord, Give me compassion, give me compassion for souls, give me compassion for souls. Tomorrow night, we are going to do miracle service. So, tonight, lift your hands, stand up, stand on your feet, put your hands on your heart. Lord, use me to change somebody. Use me to win somebody. Oh, carabo You know, you know the song. You know the song. Use me, Lord, use me Lord. I a vessel. You know the song? Okay, you don't know the song. Do you, know, do you know, you know, you uh, know, uh, do you know. Take up your cross daily. Follow me. American English songs are different from African English songs. I'm not ashamed to shout for Straight from my heart, Baby, where are you? I worship you Some of you can say,
0: You are the reason
1: For I Simply devoted to you Oh Lord I lose my life to fall Ah, you are right there you are right there come on play it This life that I, I live is not a lead lead for me to live is right. wow everybody listen Say, tell the Lord Father use me Take up the use me to save somebody I'm doing okay, if you can play, play the song that you were playing. The one you played for me yesterday. The one you played for me. Everybody lift your hands. You are going to tell the Lord, between now and December, Lord, help me to win at least six souls. Once a month. Once a month. Everybody lift your hands. Ask for six souls. We are in June. You are going to ask the Lord. Lord, give me six souls every month. One soul per month. One soul per month. One soul per month. One soul. The song you played for me yesterday, they played uh, about miracles. Yes. Everybody lift your hands, pray to the Lord. Father, let
0: compassion.
1: I want to be like the good Samaritan. I want to be like the good Samaritan. Up, he is moving Everybody pray I see a miracle Signs
0: of wonder.
1: Is moving in this place. He is moving in. Let me throw this prayer, let us pray. Tomorrow night we'll be doing some ministration. Now, we want to pray for everybody who has ever come to this church and never returned. Lift up your hands. We are going to be saying, Lord, this weekend, bring them back. Bring them back. Clap your hands and pray this prayer any soul that came and they never returned father bring them back bring them back bring them back Jesus bring them back Jesus bring them back back. anybody that ever came to church and never returned father bring them back to expand your kingdom. Everybody's leading believer. Bring them back. Oh, somebody clap your hands and for you. Somebody clap your hands and Compassion. Compassion. Father save them. Father save them. Father save them. Bring them back. Bring them back. Bring them back prayer number two everybody who used to be a member and is now no more coming holy ghost they step them no matter what happens in the church the house of god is better than outside the church those who become any small thing offense them any little thing offense them but when they are looking for their document for 15 years they can still believe it they will, they will be insulted they will be whatever hey every offended believer everyone that people also said bad things anything that drove them out father let the holy Ghost drag them back this Sunday, fill the church with the overflow. Open your mouth and pray for everyone who used to come and is no more coming. Pray for souls. Your prayer is working on someone.
0: Your prayer is working on someone.
1: Your prayer is working on someone. So you can use me. I give myself a Somebody pray. Chabalu, sakaraka Kataka, 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 So you, and you. somebody you have been inviting for a long time who has not been paying attention. And every friend of yours and every family member who is not born again. Tomorrow I'm going to explain to you what happens to a man that dies without Christ. Let us pay attention to some of these things. Anybody who have received a flyer from this church those that have watched us online those that have received food from this church and various gifts, Father, use those things as a point of contact and drag them into the church coming Sunday. Lift up mighty prayer. Lift up mighty prayer. Father, advance your Bring them to the fountain of living waters. Bring them to the bread, the place where bread is shot. Oh my father, my father, come in Sunday. Come in Sunday. Let the church overflow. Let the church overflow. 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 overflow, overflow. Break them from our Lift up your hands. Finally. Finally. How many of you believe there is hell? Huh. <coughs> One one gentleman went to hell recently. He saw saw a man called John Lennon. This John Lennon was one of the leaders of a group called Beatles in America here. He used to curse God and say all sorts of nonsense. He saw him burning in that fire. And John Lennon was begging Jesus, give me one second. Give me one second. Jesus told him, there is no more remedy. Your time has passed some of these people we are celebrating if you see their miserable show and what they are going through some people think when they go to where they will see their friends let me tell you something in hell nobody talks to a friend because you don't even see anybody it's a place of thick pitch black darkness some of times people go there Jesus shows them things they come to tell us but actually that's not how the place is Everybody is in a pit by himself. You don't see a friend. You don't see a family member. It's a place of solitary confinement and you'll be there forever. Listen, I want us to pray one more last prayer. Why will people hear the gospel and they will not respond? 2 Corinthians 4 4. He said, The God of this world has blinded their eyes. There is something the devil has used to cover them. I've met many people in lift. Do you go to church? What? Church! 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 As if we are talking about toilet. And yet, what they are looking for is in the house of God. There is a blindfolding weapon that the enemy has used. If you are looking for peace, is this not the place for peace? <laughs> if you are, I don't know what you are looking for. Ah, you are looking for money. The richest man that ever lived was a member of Revival Center, is called Solomon, but they have been blinded. We are going to pray, Lord, every blindfolding weapon that the enemy has used to blindfold people. Let it be torn into pieces. Open your eyes that they can see. Clap your face and begin to pray. The God of this world has blinded your minds. So they can see. Jesus open your blind eyes Jesus open your blind eyes I want you to pray with compassion Pray with compassion Compassion Compassion, compassion. Jesus. Lift your hands and thank him. I was gonna close. The Lord says to me, it's a prayer for emergency sicknesses. I don't know what it means, but I said there are people here they have certain infirmities and they think that it is it if, if if nothing is done. It can take them to the grave. Come to the altar right now. That's the only thing I'm going to do tonight. I'm going to close. Tomorrow night is going to be miracle service. You have an emergency condition. Health condition. He says he's going to heal you today. No matter the name of the sickness. Yes. That sickness cannot take you to your grave. Give me the oil. With the compassion of Jesus, my daily be healed. Jesus! Dissolve that sickness. Come on, let it go. Come out! Be healed. Out! Heal! Out! Mama, no matter the condition, Jesus is compassionate. Jesus. As I lay hands on you today, that sickness dissolves. That sickness dissolves. That sickness dissolves. Go back to the doctor for a new report. Heal. I cross the root of this sickness. Medically it is impossible, but with God all things are possible. I command healing. I command healing from the crown of your head. Let that sickness dissolve in your body. Heal. Here, Papa, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we can go to heaven without sickness. Sickness is not the doorway to heaven. I pray for your servant. Every old people's sickness, that the enemy want to take advantage of his age, I cross the root of that sickness. Come out of the body right now in the name of Jesus. I release the healing anointing of the Holy Ghost into the body. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Let the sickness dissolve. Let it 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 dissolve. dissolve. Jesus is touching you. Jesus is healing you. Now, 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 now. Be healed. Completely. Completely. It's 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 no more there. 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 Satan, take your hands off this body. You are a loser. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. I pray for mama. I release the healing anointing. Go through your body now. Wherever the sickness is found. Come out. (sighs) Dissolve. 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 Dissolve dissolve, dissolve come out of the body I cast you out you are free you are free you are free Jesus with your compassion we declare mama free in the name of Jesus thank you Lord Jesus he said, you shall lay hands on the sick and they shall be healed every incurable disease Every deadly disease. I command it. Out. Go. Out. Loser. Come out of her body. Come out. Dissolve. Dissolve. We won't talk about you anymore. Dissolve. I declare you free. In the name of Jesus. I declare you free. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. I command the sickness to dissipate. 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 With the compassion of Jesus. Be healed. Be healed. You devil of premature death. I cast you out. Go. Give the lady a testimony. Give the lady a testimony. The sickness dissolves. The sickness dissolves. The sickness dissolves. The sickness dissolves. dissolves. Go, 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 go. We won't talk about you anymore. You aspire today. You aspire today. You aspire today. <laughs> out! I cross the root of this sickness. You are a vessel in the house of God. No devil takes you out prematurely. I cross the root of this sickness. Devil, take your hands off this lady. Take your hands off this body. Be here. It dissolves. 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 With the compassion of Jesus, it dissolves. It dissolves. Mama, I declare you healed. I declare you free. I command that devil of darkness out. Out. Go and enter no more. You are healed. (laughs) Father in the name of the Lord Jesus. Pray for yourself. I command that sickness to die. That incurable sickness to die. Whatever your name is called. I dissolve you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. He said you lay hands upon the sick and they shall recover. I command you recover. Recover. We won't talk about the sickness anymore. Dissolve. Dissolve. Dissolve the healing anointing is going through your body right now. Dissolve, 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 dissolve. That's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. Flow, 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 flow. Live liver, 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 liver on the floor. Out, come out, go. I curse you. Leave this body, you devil of darkness. I command you go and enter no more. Go and enter no more. Enter no more, enter no more, enter no more. Out! Young lady, you are free, Jesus name. Mama, come here. Here! Here! Come out! You devil of darkness. Jesus paid a price. Live her. on the floor on the floor live on the floor live on the floor come out of your bodies you devil of darkness go and enter no more enter no more enter no more dissolve 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 come out of it dissolve i cast you out come out of it leave it you are out you are out you are out you are out in the name of jesus i declare you free i declare you free i declare you free jesus set you free we'll talk about this sickness no more in the name of the lord jesus you are free you are free lift your hands and Bless the name of the Lord. Go back and do your checkup. Jesus heals you. Jesus heals you. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, your head, your Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for the healing of your mind. Let your mind be clear. May the Lord give you sound mind. Sound mind. Sound mind. From today, you are healed. You are healed. You are healed. You are healed. Everybody lift your hands and thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. We give you glory, Lord. As we is called Ran or something. Did you come forward? You should have brought a baby right now. There is a healing anointing. Ran, how are you? You are fine, eh? Okay, holy sense. I want to pray for you, eh? Okay. Father, thank you in the name. pray for your son. Jesus, have compassion on this nice ball. Every sickness that has a name, I command you, come out of him. Sickness is not from God. Devil, pack all your luggage. You've lived in this body for a long time. Today you aspire. You aspire yes. in the night of Jesus that is above every other name. Command every sickness that has a him. Come out of him. Dissolve. 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 In the name of Jesus. Name that is above every other name. Let your pain go. No more pain. This boy will no more be a concern. Jesus is a man of compassion no sickness it cannot heal you are free today 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 today. that devil come out of your body and may the Lord restore peace to the family in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus miracle working God You you work miracles you work miracles you work miracles Work a miracle in this boy's life. Thank you for the miracle. It's going to be a medical testimony. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You are healed. The family is restored. Miracle worker. You are a miracle worker. Everybody wave your hands. Amen. You 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 are today? the greatest miracle of all. If you are here tonight, you are not born again. You don't know Jesus. Jesus can come tonight. No amount of development or sophistication or what foolish people are saying can stop this Bible. (laughs) It's been tried and tested. Those that are saying the Bible is not God's book, when were they born? This book says when were they born? They should tell us their age. This book says Unless a man is born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. There is a kingdom. Kingdom of peace. Kingdom of prosperity. When you enter, your life will come to a place of satisfaction. Maybe you are here tonight, you are not born again. You even go to church, but when you check your life, you can say that if Jesus comes tonight, you are not sure of going. If you are here, I want to pray with you. Lift up your hands wherever you are. and Make your way to the altar. You are here. Don't look to your friend. Don't look to anybody you know. You know within you that you are not born again. Or you used to go to church, you bustle You want to say, Jesus, revive me again. Take me back to the place. I'm making an altar call. Don't look at anybody. All of us came to be saved. All of us came to be born again. Only Jesus says, Only Jesus says, and don't pretend. Come to the altar. You are not saved. You are not saved. You are not saved. I'm waiting. I'm worried I'm worried. You want to say, Jesus? Come into my heart tonight. Come into my heart tonight. Lift up your hands. The two of you. Open your mouth and say, Jesus. I come to you today. Lord, I am a sinner. Please forgive me my sins. Have mercy on my soul. I repent of every sin I've committed. I open my heart. Come into my heart. Dear Lord Jesus. Lord, please write my name in the book of life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And I'm going to serve you all the days of my life help me jesus and thank you jesus amen my dear congratulations to your eyes. yes congratulations would you <laughs> going to come to and Take your phone number and your name for me please take your seat you lucky Everybody give a very good offering. Yeah. It's time to increase your wealth. Giving offering doesn't take from you. It gives to you. God does not eat seed. He multiplies seed last time I met Pastor Cho before he died, this is what he said. He said anytime what is in your hands is not in, enough. Put it in the hands of Jesus. He will multiply it. So every time we come to church, we come to multiply our wealth. So take your offering. You can give 200. You can give 100. You can give 50. I told you yesterday give according to your level of blessing. Some of you give 100 in every offering. it don't do anything. By one month time, you are giving 400 dollars so don't give give and let God bless it and multiply it so the church can build the church can buy its own property the church can open new churches and do more outreaches and expand and the more the kingdom expands the more individuals also expand father we bless everybody's offering today increase it by fire expand it those that are given by momo whichever means bless it and multiply in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Your name is Yahweh. time you check your finances and it's going down. That is a time to sow a seed. That's not a time to withdraw your hands. Why? Whatever you give shall be multiplied. So you can use the church as your investment center and it can change you and it can bless you. God bless you tonight. Tomorrow night, we will enter into miracle service and pray for everybody and anoint you with oil. Let's welcome Apostle Nicky, close as to now. Your name is Yahweh, in God.
0: your name is Yahweh. Hallelujah. Somebody give a clap unto the Lord. Praise the name of Jesus glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. All right, quickly, um, we want the communion stewards to quickly distribute the communion very quickly with the speed of lightning. Let's take the communion. Now, please remember that on Saturday, we will be having the worship night service starts at 5 p.m. Amen. It's going to be so awesome and I want you to come with a friend. Now, bishop said tomorrow is going to be a supernatural encounter service. It's going to be a night of supernatural encounter and so you can come with a bottle of oil but he will anoint each and every one of us. Come with somebody. Come with somebody who needs an a touch from the Lord. Hallelujah. You see like I said on day number one, please keep sharing the communion. Communion is not a denominational something. It is a christian something hallelujah so once you are here and you are born again you qualify to take the communion because it is the communion that qualifies us the only thing that we need to do is to have a relationship with jesus hallelujah and so please be free to take it don't let any denomination or theology deprive you of the body and the blood which qualifies us we don't qualify it and so as we are sharing the communion, I want you to also take note of the fact that God willing, Sunday we will have only one service. Hallelujah. It's, our normal service on Sundays are two. We have 8 a.m. and then 10 a.m. But on Sunday, we're going to have only one service and it's going to be at 10 a.m. Hallelujah. And of course, on Saturday, the worship night starts at 5 p.m. Praise the name of Jesus. Right, let's pray over the bread and over the drink and and commute it into the body and the blood and then let's take it Bible said that Jesus took the bread and then he blessed it and when he blessed it he broke it and by faith he said this is my body and so it was father we bless the content of what we hold in and we bless it and we break it and we decree and declare it is the body of Christ hallelujah he lifted up the cup blessed it, he said it is my blood we bless the content of the cup we receive it as the express blood of Jesus as we eat and we drink may you bless us may everywhere spoken be confirmed Lord heal our bodies completely and give us angelic encounters tonight let there be a 24hour miracle miracle of open door miracle of visitation miracle of healing everything that has been said we receive it fully in Jesus blessed and mighty name let's eat the body and drink the blood shall we be on our feet God bless each and every one of you. Mama Comfort, all the way from Atlanta. Our Atlanta group, hallelujah. Where's L.P. Lois? L.P. Lois, God bless you. Yes, the Atlanta uh, campus and then Texas family, hallelujah. Darlene and Co., God bless all of you, hallelujah. Shall we share the grace of God together? The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. We shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Shall we take our prophetic declaration? What?